Welcome to Power Ups Ask, a health or fitness expert podcast, where we have a variety of guests that volunteer to share their love of health, fitness, products, services, or all things that are good for us. A quick disclosure, this podcast contains our own tips, advice, suggestions, and definitely our own opinions. My honorary weekly guest is Jake Weeks. We're here to talk about boundaries. I love boundaries. Boundaries are really important and should be in place and they should be like the Great Wall of China, in, in my opinion, when it comes to your health and putting yourself number one. So I took this off the internet. Setting boundaries is an important part of establishing one's identity and it is crucial, a crucial aspect of mental and well-being. Boundaries can be physical, it can be emotional, and they can range from being loose or rigid with healthy boundaries often falling somewhere in between. And I really like that sentiment. So I, when I think of boundaries, the first thing I think about is sleep boundaries. I've ha actually had a lot of conversations in the last week about individuals and their sleep, and that goes both ways, too much, in too little. And the first thing I always ask is, well, what are you doing before bed? Um, that to me is, is a boundary, something that needs to be established and concrete. So a boundary would be for sleep is saying, I need to be horizontal for eight hours. So you need to figure that out with your calculator or whatever, what time you need to be in bed horizontal and having that established like concrete in your schedule, but also backing out an hour before that eight hour period, a time where you're not on the computer, not on your phone, not on social media, not watching TV, but just reading, meditating, journaling, reading your kids a book, um, you know, old fashioned paperback book, um, or just relaxing or writing your to-do list for the next day or planning out your day for what you're going to eat, what kind of movement you're going to do. But that one hour before bed is probably one of my number one boundaries. How about you, Jake? What do you think of when you think of boundaries? <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting that you said that you've been on a kick on sleeping. You know, I know that when I had an ex-girlfriend, we had to upgrade to a, a king size bed just so I could feel like I could, you know, have enough space. That's, that's a funny one. Um, you know, when I think of boundaries, I guess my, my first thoughts went to like bad habits, quitting drinking in my case, you know, some boundaries I had to set up for myself meant not hanging out with certain people or not hanging out in certain locations or certain activities. Um, I had to set some boundaries with food. That's been one of my goals this year is to not, go on junk food binges. Um, those are kind of the boundaries that I'm personally working on. You know, ones that I advise clients a lot on are of course, food, late night eating, drinking, other bad habits like that. So on the food, I think it was candy, right? Candy is your, your kryptonite. <laughs> yep. So how, how is that, how, what is a boundary that you set on that kryptonite, that candy? What, what, what are your boundaries for that? I had to say pretty much no going to the store just to buy candy. So I'll still let myself, like if I take a kid to a movie or something, we'll load up on candy. Um, 
or other special occasions, but I don't just go and buy just to take to my house and eat by myself. Almost like, I guess, those alcoholics that don't drink by themselves. I'm a candy addict that don't eat candy by myself. So do you know that if you go through the family aisle in the grocery store, you know, the one that says family friendly, there's no candy in that aisle? Hmm. That You know, the cash register, it's all other things besides candy. They made an aisle specifically just so parents don't have to tell their kids no. No, they made it for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess you could do self-checkout. I think there is still candy in the self-checkout. But um, another boundary is work stress. Um, you know, some people have jobs where, you know, a job, if they have a job, a regular job and not owning a business where they, you know, set a boundary that says, you know, I keep work at work. So, and I work only during those designated hours that I get paid for is a boundary um, and not taking work home. Um, I know a lot of people that I work with that, you know, have that nine to five job and they bring work home, you know, just like kind of get that leverage or that leg up or you know, trying to get that promotion or whatever, but really thinking about, you know, that eight or nine hours or whatever you're working to maximize that time, you know, are you really working your tail off during that time and, and recuperating your energy? And what I mean by recuperating your energy is, you know, work on a project for 60 to 90 minutes and getting up and stretching and, you know, getting the blood flowing and relaxing your shoulders or back, your neck and, you know, and then powering back into it for another hour, 90 minutes. Again, not sitting your entire day, but um, releasing that stress, that tension and get recuperating energy. Um, I find I do that all the time. I love it. Um, you know, I try to get my projects done in that 60 to 90 minutes. So that way I can go walk around the house, sweep the floor, do some chores or whatever, um, and then come back and work on a different project. But um, really honing in on that energy and creating that, but also not taking that work home, I think is a really healthy boundary because um, you can, it causes resentment over time. Um, and then, you know, you're dragging it into your home and you really need to have eight hours sleep, eight hours of work and eight hours of doing those things that you love and enjoy the creative side of you. Um, those are boundaries, you know, making that to where you have a healthy, happy, fulfilling, exciting life if you don't have these boundaries i think it creates depression sadness and um resentment toward those people around you and it really has nothing to do with them it has it has all to do with your boundaries of you know creating the life that you want something that you're proud of and um i went through a course a six-month course and created a eulogy and that was really profound and i would do that again i think that was probably 15 years ago but uh you know, what we did is, you know, over the six months, we created our own eulogy, what we want people to remember us by, you know, how do we want people to, you know, when they hear our name, what is the first thought that we want them to think of? And I think that's really important to, you know, hone in on that and, uh, you know, and do those things today, moving forward towards your eulogy. Um, another one is if you do own a business and you work from home, knowing when to stop. You know, really, I know so many entrepreneurs that just work so hard. They work 28 hours a day on their business and, and, you know, their work is all over their home and they don't have healthy boundaries. You know, like for me, I, 
um, for a year, actually, I had my computer at the kitchen table and it was just temporary, right? It was just a temporary thing. I had it in my mind, this is okay because it's temporary, but I actually, after one solid year, um, created a space where you see me actually right now with a desk and, you know, a traditional workspace so I could get it away from the kitchen table or the dining room table. I needed it to be, I needed a clear boundary to say I sit down and I eat and I focus on my food while I'm eating instead of scarfing and working. And, um, you know, so those very things that I teach my own clients, I wasn't doing behind the scenes. So um, I think it's really, really important to have boundaries with that as well. Um, you mentioned alcohol. Um, what, uh, what are some healthy boundaries around alcohol? Well, I think anytime you're trying to uh, get rid of a bad habit or add a good habit, you want to do it in baby steps. So mm -hmm. maybe for you, that means your boundary is you'll only drink on weekends mm -hmm. or maybe you'll have like a max amount that you'll drink three drinks, you know, when you go out, but start somewhere. And then from three drinks, you can go to two drinks and from two nights a week, you can go to one night a week. You know, that's what I really recommend Just do it in a sustainable way. Um, and then it's much more likely to happen if you do, um, to kind of look at it from like a totally different lens. You also want to have boundaries like on, on not working out too much and not like yeah. making too much of your life about this healthy lifestyle to the point that you feel guilty if you have a sour skittle like me, you know, or the older we get overtraining mm -hmm. is a very real thing, you know, and yeah. what good does it help if you make your body stronger, but you're more susceptible to injury because you never let yourself heal. And I listened to Joe Rogan and some other older professional MMA fighters. And they talk about how they really are hyper conscious of letting their bodies rest fully between their workouts now. So that's, you know, that's a boundary too. It goes both ways. Yes. I think when I started my journey, I was um, way over training. Like I kind of like a lot of things that I get involved in. I just put both feet in and I jump in and I'm all in a thousand percent. And so I was working out two hours and I worked out every single day unless I, just couldn't. Um, and so I think creating healthy boundaries that says, you know what, an hour is the max. Um, utilize that hour to really give it 75% or greater, you know, just really focus on that. Stop scrolling through social media and watching TV. Just really, unless that's your rule or your boundary where you can only watch TV while you work out, maybe that's okay. I think that's an okay one. But you know, in my opinion, if you're there and you're working out and you're focusing on isolating your muscles and really engaging the proper muscles and having good form, you shouldn't have uh, something you have to think about and watch or laugh or listen to deeply, you know, some great music um, or nothing. Like sometimes I'll have my sound canceling headphones on and nothing playing, but, um, but back to overtraining. Yeah, I, I see people doing that um, and to have toggled them back. I've also seen people that are really sick and going back to the gym too soon and then they get sick again or sicker. Um, we really need healthy boundaries that says, you know what, your body is saying, I need four days off. Take it. Recover. Rest. Get your body back in the position where it's able to do a workout, pump out a, a good workout, 75% or better. And, you know, you feel good about it at the end of the day. Um, you know, if you feel horrible and you're going, you know, yeah, it's stress on the body and you're definitely going to not get better. Um, toxic people is another good boundary. That's one that I thought you were really sort of thinking of when you brought up 
practice. You know, whether it's someone who's encouraging you to smoke, drink, eat bad food, or, you know, just not go to the gym because they want you to sit on the couch next to them or something. Watch not that the, you should watch games, you know, watch sports. I mean, I love sports, don't get me wrong, but um, that is a really, yeah, sports or anything, really, you know. Um, I'm not against a, a marathon Netflix Thing, but that's usually I save that for when I am sick or you know really just need um, that rest day and you know marathon watch something or you know I actually typically lean towards more educational but um, you know I don't have any that's good point because maybe like the bigger mm-hmm. lesson is like create boundaries for your life and that you talked about this earlier one third of your life for this that and the other you know maybe you just know that my boundaries I don't want to watch more than four hours of mindless TV a week and, and and limit yourself you know and hold yourself to these kinds of standards and know that you want to work out four hours a week and you're gonna you know make sure you hit that you know but set boundaries goals habits for yourself and just create the life you know that you want and continue to work towards creating a better life you know and know that it happens in baby steps and if you have a setback that's okay you just keep on trucking right sometimes there's toxic people in our lives that we can't uh, remove completely. I don't know. I mean, I, I can think of one right now that I've removed completely and you know, some people might think that's crazy, but I, you know, it's my life. Um, and sometimes, yeah, it's pretty easy. You move, you block them, you, (laughs) whatever you need to do. And it's my life. I'm living my life. And, um, you know, remove those people out of your life that are dragging you down. I think of it as a tennis game. And I think I may have mentioned this analogy before, but I love it and it really gives me the, a visual, but you don't want to play tennis with some, you know, two-year-old, right? It might be fun for a minute to play, you know, and silly and laugh, but and you don't want to play tennis with a tennis pro. You want to play tennis with someone that is a little bit better at the game than you are because it pushes you to be better. Uh, so you don't want to be in a, you know, hanging around people that are toxic and pulling you down or making fun of the way you're eating because you are trying to be healthy <laughs> or making fun of the fact that you're going to the gym again today. Um, you know, those people are, you probably need to spend less time with and yeah, you might have history, you might have some great memories and that person might be kind of fun to hang out with, but it's your life, live your life to the fullest. Um, you don't want to be selfish and you have family members that you have to take care of, but at the end of the day, you shouldn't be sacrificing your happiness and your life for someone else, especially who's not your child or something, you know, so set healthy boundaries and, and live your life for yourself. Cause it, I mean, you're really the only one that's really going to be focused on that hundred percent. They're probably not looking out for your life hundred percent the way you feel like maybe you're doing for them. Another one is saying yes to too many things. I, I see this with several of my clients. Um, they're just uh, people pleasers. They're, um, just always saying, yes, I'm volunteering to, you know, do these things that are really not in alignment with what they're trying to achieve in their life. Um, you know, charitable stuff, you know, that's fine. There's a place for it. Again, remember eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, eight hours of fun and the things that you enjoy. So you need to really sit back and think, you know, I, you know, if you have a habit of saying yes, just start saying, let me think on it and sleep on it one day, maybe two days and let them know, get back to me next week. Um, and maybe by next week, it's already too late. Maybe by next week, they found somebody else. Great. But, you know, finding a way to stop saying yes, stop being reactive and give yourself space and time to think about it. Do I really have time for this? 
Um, I see a lot of parents that are volunteering for tons and tons and tons of things at school and they're just run ragged and they tell me I don't have time to eat because I'm running all over the place. Why? Like my kids, I gave them one thing a day that I would track them around town to do. And that's it. One thing you got to choose, you know, um, I just cannot do that. I cannot do 3 million thousand different things and they're both alive and well and happy. Um, but you know, just taking on way, way too much and let and reactive to everything everybody's asking you to do. You need to learn to give yourself space and time and you know just because you say no it just opens up an opportunity for someone else to to do that that you know maybe it's better fit i i was really bad i was in rotary for a few years and i was really bad at it it was a small um rotary group and you know nobody raised their hand so then i would raise my hand and then i started realizing that everybody didn't raise their hand because they knew i was and so i was volunteering to do so many things and uh you know great causes and great things but at the end of the day i you know started to realize that it was unappreciated and um i was losing time with my girls my kids and that was really important to me they were young and that was a fun time and so i was like why am i over here selling these roses when i should be home with my kids this is a you know three-hour project that i could actually be home making memories with my kids or at the gym and maybe eating that healthy meal, whatever. But I was going without eating, putting my needs last um, for what, you know, and unappreciated um, cause for me, honestly, looking back on it. Granted, you know, somebody else would have picked it up if I wouldn't have raised my hand. So that's how I look at it. Um, another one is self-care. How would you define a boundary around self-care? Oh, wow. That's, that's kind of a tough question. I think, you know, we've touched on that throughout this conversation. I, I just think it helps if you devote time to yourself, you have time for yourself every day where you do something that you want, you know, whether it's you go for that run or walk or, or you just devote time to yourself to do something healthy. Um, I, I like to block off certain times like we've been talking about. So I know that at this time of day on these days, I'm going to be at this place doing this healthy thing. I build it in my schedule. I like to make my fitness and my personal growth routine, you know, um, what about you? Yeah, I think that it's important to set boundaries, set times where kind of like that hour before bed, um, I have an alarm that goes off. It's a little chime that reads across my four words. Um, so it's list, listen. So I want to make sure I listen deeply in all conversations that I have throughout the day, whether it be clients, my family, my friends. So listen, I also want to laugh at some point during the day. And when now, ever since I've been doing this, I, cause I have a time that goes off in the morning and I have a time that goes off an hour before bed. And ever since I did this, I find that when I find something funny throughout the day, I, purposely laugh harder you know how you're honest you know you typically when you find something funny and it may be inappropriate you're like why am I laughing you like hold back I don't I like fully full belly laugh I feel like it's a good ab workout um but I really feel like that really applies to um happiness um you've got to laugh every day um I also have inspire so every day I try to find some way, somehow to inspire someone. Um, and, I, and that's just kind of what my mission is every day. I want to inspire one person a day. 
Um, so that's important. And then serving, um, which would be serving my clients and, and providing some sort of, you know, benefit or help to at least one person a day. So I have this go off an hour after I should wake up and an hour before I should go to bed, just as a reminders to keep me, these are boundaries, you know, these are things that make me happy. These are things that make me feel fulfilled and like my life is complete. So just a little bit every day. Um, yeah, that's, that's important to me, but self-care, um, wraps into that as well. Um, like I said, that hour before bed is, you know, typically a journaling or meditation, or I don't really get into deep, deep meditation. It's something that intrigues me and I need to research a little bit more and understand. But um, for me, it's just pulling my thoughts together and um, having that, being able to have that control of my, my thoughts. Because um, that used to be, uh, and I hear my clients tell me this all the time, I can't go because my thoughts are racing. Why was that used to be that same way? But once you know and learn how to meditate and pull yourself and really focus on your body and being on the earth and, and really just realizing, you know, where we are and what we're doing and having, touching the ground and, and pulling your thoughts together or writing them out. Journaling helps a lot for me, but just having that power and that strength and that ability and that, that teaching um, helps me a lot. Um, I know with self-care, um, I believe working out is kind of fits in self-care for me. Sometimes it's just walking around the neighborhood. Sometimes it is the gym. Sometimes it's running around this block um, if the weather allows it, which it has a lot lately, which is great. Um, but self-care can also be like I get my nails done once a month and I listen to something motivational. Like that's just a, a boundary that I set. Um, Cause the gal that does my nails, I can't understand her at all. And so she knows I just put my headphones on and, <laughs> And we just have this head nod thing, you know, but I always listen to something motivational or some, something learnable. Um, so, you know, and I know when I need self-care because I start feeling overwhelmed or stressed. And so that's when I just need to stop and do something for myself. And sometimes that's just simply an adult timeout, five minutes in a quiet room, dark, and just pulling my thoughts together again. What is it that I want to accomplish today and feel like I move forward today there's one tiny thing um that's a lot of what i think for self-care so but i think we did good on this topic what do you think i know you were hesitant I, about it you're like what do we mean boundaries and I'm like <laughs> well it is it it relates to habits you know it's hard to differentiate between a habit and a routine and a boundary you know but i think the biggest point kath and i are trying to make is you can create your life you can create who you are to start creating who you are and, and set, create the way you want to live. And, and if you want to devote so much time to self-improvement, so much time to relaxation, so much time to building relationships, you know, start doing that and, and set that time and increase the time. Your microphone. We lost you. Can you hear oh, me? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's probably my cue to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do we reach you, Jake? <laughs> Fitandhappyclub.com. Beautiful. I'll have Get your my phone links. number. Call me. Yeah, I'll have your links down below. Um, yeah, you're great. You work online. You work in person. Uh, you work amazing with kids and especially families. So um, wonderful. Well, as always, this has been fun and see you next week. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> Bye. Bye.